Hey, Valley Sports Talk fans, we're back for another episode of your Kidass Valley Sports Talk. We are joined with Sammy Henderson, and hold my—I don't know who this guy is at the bottom. He's been at the—he's been uh, gone. He's been in contract negotiations, and he lost, but he we made him show up. He's like Scotty Pippen. Luke Olson's back. Oh, is that here for you? <laughs> well, you're the only other one on here, Luke. So yeah, that's you, big guy. I'm like, is John in here? <laughs> no, no, we're missing John, but we got shoot him up, Sammy. You had your guns flashing there, like your Yosemite Sam. I did. I forget that nobody's seeing this. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like pointing at people. I, I think there's a way to record this video. Sam, are, those, are those the new AirPods or are those old? School? These are the new ones. Oh, okay. Christmas gift to myself. <laughs> the Christmas gift in April. I love it. Well, fellas, uh, what kind of sports are going on right now? Um, I saw axe throwing on ESPN. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> I see ESPN Day Ocho's coming back this Saturday. That's right. Uh, there is a UFC coming up next weekend, so oh, super pumped about that. So how does a UFC fight happen in the midst of a pandemic where people can't touch each other? You know, <laughs> right? Well, they're <laughs> high-trained athletes. They're perfect. Uh, okay. You know, I don't, I don't know. I haven't done, the last thing I heard is that they had bought an island hmm. and that they were building, and I have still no idea where this is taking place. I haven't done enough research. Um, maybe at our next break, I'll take take right. a look. But last I heard, it was an unidentified island somewhere. Oh, that's hilarious! Uh, I'm, I definitely am down to watch it. Did you guys watch every round of the draft? I I did for the most part. Yeah. Um, as Luke's as Luke's giving us a tour of his house on the Zoom call, um, we you know we have uh, I think it was round three or four that we were still watching it, and Paige was watching it with me, and I'm like, what is you can tell something's going on because we never watch the draft this deep into it unless we know the Seahawks right. are coming up. But I watched the last like 50 picks or whatever in that. But yeah, it's, it's the time that kind of sucks right now. No sports going on. And, and uh, but there is something kind of cool going on. And I don't know if Luke can comment because he probably wasn't even born yet. But the last dance, the Chicago Bulls, you guys been watching that? Yeah, I've been tuned in on every episode that night. Uh, make sure to watch it on ESPN after the kids go to sleep because I want the mature version mm. uh, of everything that went down. And it's it's lived up to my expectations and more. I thought I knew a lot about these guys growing up, but getting the in-depth, you know, some of the things that you just don't talk about and the idea that they had this idea a long time ago was kind of cool. Well, I had to get that shot in at Luke because John's not here to do it for him. And Luke's probably got an old comment coming up here soon. But I thoroughly, I've been enjoying it because I know that growing up, watching the Sonics there was kind of their heyday during that time and I I I still watch the NBA then but I hated the Chicago Bulls they were the New York Yankees for me because they beat us a couple of times if I can remember right uh, but looking back now I'm glad this has gone on because I, I you know about five ten years ago I always said I wish I was old enough to understand I could still hate them but I wanted to respect what they did as a team and a dynasty of of the games that they were able to win and I'm, I'm really excited I've gotten through all almost all the episodes last night I got episode four to watch before this weekend comes up. But Dennis Rodman, that dude's a, he's a different cat. He's a special, he's a special athlete. Is You know I mean? Talk about somebody who is willing to sacrifice the team to like, no, this is what I'm good at. This is all I'm going to be good at. And I'm going to be the best there is at it. Yeah. And beat you up while I do it. Right. Well, yeah. I got to apologize to all the high school basketball coaches I had that when he started talking about, you know, watching the ball and when it hit the rim and it go this way and he had all his dudes just shooting all the time. So he knew it was going. I'm like, 
they were telling us that in high school, but I was like, whatever. I didn't listen to that. I was bad at basketball. So. I still try to tell my son that outside. At some point it clicks or it doesn't. Right. Absolutely. You just need to watch Dennis Rodman a few times, apparently. Uh, That's not who I'm having watch. I No, absolutely not. But I hope to see him in the Palouse sometime because he does have two kids going to Pullman. No joke. Mm-hmm. Playing basketball? Yeah, DJ was a freshman this year, Rodman, and his daughter's going to play soccer. How did I not know that? I don't know. Must be a Husky fan or something. Gotta be. So what about you, Luke? What the heck have you been up to? Uh, just kind of hanging out, working with, uh, you know, trying to raise a new puppy. So that's a, that's a project itself. And then just uh, doing, just trying to find some looking back stories for daily record. And I've been able to get some good stories out of it. Before we go on to your story, let's talk about your puppy because it's adorable. Cutest thing <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen. It is. Yeah. What's your so, what's your Twitter Twitter handle so they can go and see what it looks like? Oh, Luke Olson B. I think I did. Yeah, I posted a photo about a week or two ago. But uh, it's St. Bernard, Bernice Mountain Dog Mix. And uh, tell, uh, after a week, she's already gained like five, ten pounds. So she's going to be pretty big. <laughs> I was curious how much food that dog eats a day. We've been doing four cups. Oh. That's day. But I, I think we might tone it down a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if. We should do three or four. I mean, she's going to get big regardless. So that's going to be a one big dog. She needs all that energy. <laughs> she's, so, she's already bigger than both of my dogs. <laughs> yeah. We have a we have an English bulldog too, and she's like the same size. So by next week, she'll be pretty big, bigger than her. That's phenomenal. So, okay, I saw you post it and I got to apologize. I'm going to read it tonight because I'm super intrigued about it. Um, but your story that came out today about the kid attests. NBA basketball player Byron Beck. Tell us about that. Yeah, I just kind of was looking at just some notable alumni from the area, and I always knew about Byron Beck, but I never really did a story on him, and uh, it's a good time to do it. Um, and uh, just got a hold of him and kind of talked about his past, and, you know, he was known for having a sweeping hook shot, and that and. I asked him if it was better than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, um, and he said it was. But his, but telling me that there's Kareem's was a sky hook and his was a sweeping hook, so that's why his was better. <laughs> but uh, he said he tried it. They did play before, so he played nine seasons with the Denver Rockets slash Nuggets uh, in the ABA, and then played one season in the NBA after the merger. But uh, before the merger, they did like preseason games. Uh, the ABA and NBA did, yeah, did like preseason games. They played quite a bit. And then uh, he said they matched up. They played the Bucks one year in like 72. And he had to guard cream and he tried to do his his notable sweeping hook. And he said he kept moving this way and that way. And he was in his face. And then he finally got it off, but it didn't get blocked, but it just airballed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he was really nice and just had a lot. Really appreciates, you know, where he comes from. He, I guess Timber Bay was telling me that he he still was in touch with the team, would go to games down at Tri-Cities Prep, um, and he chatted with the team a few times. And he also wrote, like, a, when Brocker Bay was, you know, like a nominee for Gatorade Player of the Year, uh, Tim sent me over the letter that he wrote, that Byron wrote for uh, as, like, a recommendation letter, and that was kind of cool, too. But, yeah, he had a lot of interesting stories tell me. That'd be awesome. Uh, did he ever? Did he talk much about the transition from the ABA to the NBA? 
Uh, not too much. He, he he never really desired to go to the NBA. He actually was picked in the second round of the NBA and the fifth round of the ABA. And he chose to go to the ABA because he had a guarantee. It was a no-cut contract. 18000 per year. Really? <laughs> like a 3000 signing bonus. And he said Chicago. He got drafted by Chicago second round, like 15th overall. And he said the money was the same. But the, he and he was already from Denver. He went to University of Denver where he, he was going to school there. So it made sense for he, he just knew the area and um but yeah he just played the one season NBA and he said his I, I just looked at his minutes he didn't play much he was getting older and uh he had some knee issues so he just decided to hang him up. That's so, so cool. You know the it's, it's always cool to see a professional athlete coming from a small school, especially Kitatassan. When when you walk in that gym you see his uniform on the end of the end of the wall there. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, he's the first uh, Denver Nugget to have his uh, jersey retired. Really? Yeah, so that's kind of cool. I don't know about you guys, but when I hear the ABA, the ABA, right? Yeah. Right. There's two people I think of, Byron Beck and Jackie Moon. <laughs> yeah. From semi-pro. I was going to say Dr. J. But yeah, well, I was going to say too. There's <laughs> <a guy. laughs> I was like, yeah. Jackie, Jackie Moon, who'd he play Jackie for? Moon, Flint Tropics. Um, <laughs> so that's you can tell that we're definitely in a quarantine situation fans out there because we're talking about Jackie Moon and this thing but no that's yeah. really cool what else there's been a couple other articles you've put out lately that what's what, yeah. what's the highlight what's the you know besides back what's the best one most interesting one that you've enjoyed I guess I think Byron back one for yeah. sure but uh I think last week I did one on the this guy who I was just looking at the all-time scoring list in the state of Washington and uh, I remember just tracking it last year because of Brock, but uh, there's a guy named uh, Ross uh, Jorgensen um, yes. who was from Thorpe or played a, played one season at Thorpe. And I thought it was kind of interesting and kind of want to find his story. And he, he, uh, he's from Toledo, but then his dad wanted to finish his, wanted to get his teaching degree and uh, they moved to central Washington and he went to Thorpe for a year and he was coached by Tim Revey. Hmm. Um dad was done and then his last three years he went back to Toledo and then he went played D1 basketball and then he played some some had some time in the pros too in Germany um he's still there um but yeah I was just kind of talking about how it uh you know one of the all-time leading scorers in the state ended up at Thorpe for a year that's pretty cool yeah that is phenomenal uh I, I know I reached out to a couple of friends of mine I'm actually in a text message group with a guy a bunch of guys from Toledo and I sent that your article over and I think that thing went viral because if you're from Toledo, you love everybody from Toledo. And if there's, they shared it throughout that whole community. I think that was a very well um, shared article. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, In other news. Oh, Hey, we might have a visitor guys. So uh, we'll see if he gets on here, but other news, the little league world series was canceled today. Yeah. Huge bummer. You guys want to highlights of my summer. Every year. Yeah. Yep. That's brutal. It, it makes sense. But, I guess, you know, you have a pandemic going on. You're, you're all over. It's all over the world. It's coming into Pennsylvania. I mean, I don't know. I, I was just, well, this is, this is the time where, you know, they're starting the season's winding down. You're finding your all-star teams that are going to go compete. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about that tournament alone, but summer baseball is huge everywhere. You know, it's, it's the pinnacle of summer baseball. Uh, 
you know, in terms of fan fan viewership. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all these all these soft softball baseball tournaments you have in the summer are all gonna, you know, some of them are gonna be impacted more than others. You hope that these kids can play a little bit somewhere along along, along the line. Absolutely. We are joined by John Goodat, who just got off the phone with his agent, and we got negotiations <laughs> solved. Woo! We're back as a crew here. Negotiations are good. Contract signed. Uh, Luke's pissed. He just signed off. I'm just kidding. He, he's back. <laughs> but hey, welcome to the podcast, John. Thanks, guys. Sorry I was late. It's okay. You're uh, you're making a living, big guy. We totally we totally get it. Trying so, to. Trying totally. to. So uh, we talked about a, a, quite a few things so far. We're, we're kind of wrapping this thing up here. Uh, but we did talk about the Byron Beck article just a second ago. Hey. Uh, you know, there's a nasty rumor that I might have shared that uh, story on the on the Twitter uh, earlier today. Um, and I, like I said on Twitter, first of all, Luke, that was a great story. And uh, it seemed like that was a fun interview. Uh, my very first Kittitas basketball game was the night that they uh, retired his jersey. Big number 52 there that hung up in the Raptors. And I still remember that in the old Jimmy Johnson Memorial Barn there. And um, that guy was a heck of a player and uh way to compare him to Kareem, uh, one of the most iconic guys. So yeah. I enjoyed that story. Get it, if you haven't listened to it, uh, fans, get on the day, the record website and, and read it. It was a, it was a fun one. That was a good one. Yeah. Thanks. What was it? Nine years in professional basketball or 10, 10, nine in the ABA. That's legit, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a career. That's not like a cup of coffee in professional sports. That's a career. That's yeah. awesome. Hey, the other thing I want to talk about, and Sammy, I'm hoping you saw this link about college. I came across my phone the last day about NCAA. Um, they've approved the, it's coming together where people are going to get really paid for their likeness. Yeah, it, I have uh, been a, been aware of it. I've been following it ever since the Ed O'Bannon case. And all of it, uh, mainly because I want NCAA football to come back to the Xbox. That's my number one goal. Uh, but but it, it, it's really interesting. You know, uh, the last few years, you've got, you know, kickers from teams that have to take down their YouTube channels because they're starting to make money off yeah. it. And, you know, Instagram's now a big deal. And, uh, you know, I'm not quite sure where I stand on it, but it, I think as overall, it just scares the crap out of me. And what's it going to do to college athletics, especially with, uh, you know, a lot of the NBA guys now, well, not a lot, but starting to see a trend of people going to the G League and bypassing college. Uh, baseball, you already have that. Um, you know, so I get it, but it's, it just scares me a little bit. Yeah, I don't know how I really feel about it. How about you guys? What do you think? I don't know. There's a no-win situation. I used to say that... Uh, I used to say that the scholarship was enough, but teams make so much money. Uh, you know, I mean, think about it. How much money has LSU made off of, what is it, Joe Burrow? Mm-hmm. I mean, number one pick in the draft, and so he's going to get paid, but I don't know. There's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to say. I really don't. Luke, your opinion. Quit playing video games, Luke. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's definitely a tough one. You know, I I get it where you're looking at like the people, the universities that are making buku bucks off these guys. But I guess I'm on one point with Sammy. 
I want the video game back. I want NCAA football <laughs> to come Whatever back. Whatever takes that back. What's right. that? As long as it doesn't affect the, my overall experience with college right. athletics and I get a video game out of it, I'm happy. Yeah. I think when I'm it starts, the only guy that doesn't play video games. I I've started playing 2K11 baseball recently because I am dying without baseball guys. <laughs> the Mariners roster then awful. I think Ackley was on it. Uh, God. Felix, enough said. Yeah, that was it. Like our first round draft pick, Dustin Ackley, that sucked. Anyways, uh, but no, it's definitely that was a blast from the past with the Mariners because they are not very good at all. It's take a year. Yeah. Well, that's pretty bad. Um, but no, I, I am deeply deprived of baseball right now. And I I don't even know what to do. Is it going to get any better? Do we think it's going to happen or not? The last articles I've been reading about Major League Baseball, it sounds really encouraging. Like they have a plan and they are very optimistic about it. I think I think a lot of the organizations, including the NFL, who's a little bit further out, NBA, are starting to come up with realistic ideas of how maybe they could get things started. Uh so I'm I, baseball's been talking about it for a while because they're the one that's you know missing the start of their season. Mm-hmm. Basketball was three quarters of the way through. So how do you pick up your playoffs? Uh, but I yeah I do. I, it seems like stuff's gonna happen. Like, and we were talking, John, before you got on earlier. The UFC's having their first event yeah. in a month or so. So uh, you know we'll see. You know uh, PBR uh, professional bull riding. They uh, they uh, performed. To an empty arena of course they were on tv and then prca uh pro rodeo there uh they have a campaign that they just announced this week of kicking uh kicking open the shoots hmm. uh too many uh too many rodeos are either postponing or canceling so who knows i just want uh i'm not a what? sports nut case but i'm a rodeo fanatic and i just i just want pro sports yes sir mr henderson what is kicking open the shoes take your boot you kick it kick real hard. <laughs> Just kidding. Kick it really what's, hard. What's Basically, like re reintroduce reintroducing rodeo. Uh, you know, because got some huge huge rodeos have canceled. One was uh, rodeo Houston, Calgary Stampede. Uh, locally or more closer to home was Sisters Rodeo, Days of Forty Seven in Salt Lake City, which is a huge rodeo in August or July. Gotcha. I don't know. I just. Anyway, so hopefully, if if PBR can perform to empty arenas, then maybe rodeo can as well. I don't know. Um, I'll find a way to sneak into the arena. Don't tell the rodeo board. <laughs> <laughs> well, we probably should have those guys on next week. I think we just bring your brother with you. He will high five <laughs> Doolin <laughs> and everybody on the way down. Absolutely. Uh, but I think we'll probably have those guys on next week or so talking about the Ellensburg Rodeo and where they're at and their planning lines. And Sounds good to me. I'll and, schedule that. Absolutely. Let's get that going. And we are, yeah, I just, like I said, I, the one thing I'm intrigued and I kind of hope MLB, I mean, let's be honest, it's already kind of screwed up in how things are going. If it, I just hope that they, at some point they come back. And I think it'd be kind of cool for one year, say they play a month of round robin games, then they go like the World Baseball Classic. And that round robin decides your records and your ranking. And let's just go have the the sanctuary cities and play pools, double elimination. Well, and if you play within your division, yeah. If anything, 
if you're going to do it, this would be the year to do it. This clear, this year clearly has broke or changed all the rules or erased them all. So there is no rule. So you can do whatever you want to do. And, and that round Robin do it. Why not? Just do it. Right. Um, might, you, you might, you might, you know, hit something awesome. I know. Yeah. It might create something. Or kind of like that. Kind of like that at the end of the season when we had those what two or three playoff games that were all like amazing. They were like, well, maybe we should add another playoff game. This is pretty. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, what my, I'd like to see is if uh, if they if if the NBA has to do some sort of like protected city area. Of course, it wouldn't be in Seattle, but it would be thrilled to be in Seattle, and Seattle would explode if there was NBA games here, and then all of a sudden. But Adam Silver can be like, oh, maybe Seattle is a good place to have that. The talk is the talk is Disney World. Oh. I'd prefer to be in Seattle so we can watch NBA, but uh, thanks <laughs> I'm just yeah, Disney World's magical. Disney World, really? Yeah, that's what I saw today. So the Monstars will be playing game one against the Looney Tunes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Phenomenal. Uh another subject that just dawned on me in this baseball talk, and I'm wondering if Luke's changed his mind yet. I had a talk with Tanner Swanson the other day. Automatic strike zone. Hmm. I'm still against it. <laughs> I think it's a terrible idea. You guys still against Wait, it or for? He likes it? No, he's not. I, I am. I am against it to the point of. I just love that human element of it. I love the communication between umpires and bat. Like it adds. It's a different element of the game, and uh, I think. Uh, Automatic strike zones are so predictable that I think offensive numbers would just start skyrocketing at some point. God, that'd be scary being a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Luke, yeah, are you still? You're still. You still want it though? I don't know. Sammy just made a good point. That last one, like like hitters would know exactly. You know, they get so get it down to the details. Know exactly what's a ball, what's a strike. You know, I, mean, I don't know. It'd be, I, I'll tell you what, I'd like to see it in action. I'll be honest. I'd like to see it. I'm not saying I'd like to stick with it, but I'd like to see it. I yeah. bet if they play this year, I bet we see it. Yeah, but, it's possible. But he did make a good point about how, okay, you got to make some sort of a rule or regulation because you got to roll this Chapman throw on 102 miles an hour and the catcher just decides, yeah. I don't want to catch this. He can step aside and it could be a strike still. So Right. So they'd be, I mean, would challenges be an option? A team gets three a game for a strike zone. Yeah, yeah. but who's going to challenge it? A man? Like now you're role reversing? Are we role reversing? And now a human's taking over for the computer? I don't know what we're going to do. No, if they had, I don't know if, if they could. We obviously know what the strike zone. You know, there's kind of a basis. Well, that's and that's another interesting element. I mean, you know that you know pitchers do get uh, knocked for not hitting their spots. You know, by umpires. Yeah. And so, but mm-hmm. sometimes there's still strikes, but there's not as much arguing going on when your catcher has to jump, you know, two feet the other direction to go mm-hmm. get the ball. Um, but you're right. Like they could jump out the way and that's a strike hundred percent. Yeah. You would have to add the element of being able to steal first base. <laughs> so if the catcher doesn't catch the ball, you have the opportunity to go to like to steal first base. Yeah. You mean like on first pitch? What are we talking? Yeah, about? because if you like Tanner's comment was, if you if there's nothing there, that like literally you don't need a catcher. He could just stand aside and let the ball go to the backstop and throw it back to the pitcher every time. You'd hate to be that ball boy. I tell you, oh, it'd be terrible. But if you have the element <laughs> of hey, if the ball gets by a catcher, he doesn't catch it cleanly, you can steal first base. 
be interesting. I'm still trying to figure out a scenario where someone is probably just putting the rule books. You have, you have to have a catcher out there to catch a ball. Yeah, you, you need a catcher. So then I'm sure there's something dig, out there. Well, then you'd have to dig the have to smack the backboard. <laughs> I don't know. But then if a guy gets crossed up and misses it, are you going to penalize him for being crossed up? No, on your I, I get you. I don't know. If, if you really want my opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't. We please. <laughs> no, thanks, Luke. Hey, I already got Luke. You shot in for Luke before you were even on, so you're welcome. <laughs> I don't. Uh, it's not about the uh, automated uh, strikes or, or uh, automated umpires. It's more about bringing back smoking and drinking in the dugout <laughs> and watching Gaylord Pay- Perry put Vaseline on fastball. That's what it's all about. <laughs> if you bring that I back, baseball is going to get all of its fans back. Oh or, yeah, hundred percent. And then just throw Pete Rose down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if Altuve and them really get, you know, aren't getting anything for cheating the game, at least you could, you know, throw Pete in the Hall of Fame. Well, that I, I always thought that Pete should be in the Hall of Fame anyway. But on the cheating thing of any year that people don't get to get revenge on the Houston Astros, mm-hmm. it's this year. Like, I that's another thing is I I I'm all about. Don't take this the wrong way, but I'm all about vigilante justice when it comes to sports in terms of protecting your team, protecting your teammate, protecting the pride in the community. And all of those teams now don't have the luxury of. Yeah. Do you guys, you guys ever watch uh, Game of Thrones? Hmm. No. I'll I'll just stop. I'll just stop. (laughs) This is going to go nowhere. I can't believe. Just cut this out. It was going to be great. It was going to be great. though. It could have been. But we ruined it for you. Hey, how, how's everyone's quarantine there, by the way? Awful. Look at this thing. If you guys can't see yeah. uh, Can't see it, but Sammy, how's your Sammy, your, quarant- your quarantine hair is looking good, Sammy. Yeah, I know. I shaved it down. Uh eliminates all the balding features of my head and just to have one giant bald spot. It's, I'm, Sammy I'm wins Sammy wins the award for best kept. Yeah, I guess. Bald is beautiful. Yeah. The beard, though, is getting a little wild. Yeah. If we're going to talk about, like, what our hair looks like, I don't know. Again, I, I called in late here, so uh, pardon the uh, interruption and maybe the repetition, but can we talk about how great we looked in the photo that, that accompanied <laughs> yes. our story? I mean, right now, I'm just going to put it out there. That I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. I mean, the way – I don't – I'm not going to say it was Photoshop, but the way that my gut looked like it had a six-pack, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. We they, all look to be in playoff shape. <laughs> that's impressive. This time of year. Yeah. And a big thank you to that article in the Daily Record for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I appreciate uh, Rodney for the uh, words and uh, and Jacob for the, for the uh, photos. So um, – we're gonna explode. We're gonna we're gonna go viral. I can tell you. I think it's all Jacob's doing. So, uh, <laughs> Luke Luke still owes him a six pack of beer, probably for the. I thought you were buying that. It was coming out of your expense, bud. <laughs> <laughs> you got an expense account? Give it to John. Just the dog, dog ate all the equipment, anyways. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was phenomenal. But no, that that was really cool. That that. That was a lot of. I'm glad that we got to do that. It was nice to have some human interaction, and we uh, were six definitely. feet apart. They just photoshopped us closer, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Excellent. we're gonna 
we're going to take a really quick break and we're going to come back and wrap this thing up and let's get a word from our sponsor fitters furniture oh, they're on the corner of fourth and main give them a call check them out see what they got going maybe we'll have them on here just to kind of explain what they're doing during this quarantine here next week so let's hear from them we'll be right back there is custom and then there's custom Fitters Furniture in Ellensburg invites you to experience the designing of your new sofa just the way you want it. You choose from over 600 fabrics, contrasting welts and fringes. You pick the leg style or perhaps you want a skirted sofa. It's all up to you with the Bassett Custom Upholstery Collection from Fitters Furniture. Why not find the sofa you really want rather than picking yours from a sea of same old, same old? Bassett Custom offers you a choice of arm, back and base styles and you select the cushion that feels oh so right for you. So when you want your sofa your way, take the short drive to Fitter's Furniture in Ellensburg because there is a difference in custom and custom. Fitter's Furniture in Ellensburg, quality furniture since 1896. Find them at fitter'sfurniture.com. Fitter's, Fitter's, Fitter's. All right, we're here to close this thing out. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. People look at me funny when I say this. But what's your favorite YouTube wormhole? Is a wormhole you've been going down? Oh, I know all about the wormholes. Okay. My wife gets stuck in the Facebook wormholes oh my all the time. Absolutely. So, yeah, what's the funniest video? Have you guys seen any new funny videos this week? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> my my, I'm pulling up uh, – actually, last night I was watching a bunch of baseball bloopers. Like every, every like, couple of minutes it would re – you know, it would – suggest a new video and mm -hmm. stuff so that's what i've been watching is baseball bloopers and then trickle out to any just generic sports bloopers that's how much uh, i'm dying for true sports is uh watching bloopers on youtube i went down the wormhole and maybe i said this in the last podcast but i took a pretty good knock to the head this week so i could have i'm forgetting but uh i i went down the earl weaver wormhole of ejections then i went down the lupinella of ejections which is just phenomenal but there's not as many lupinella videos as i'd like to see um the other one is go to ian hap the outfielder for the cubs go to his youtube channel and he's he has a house that they call the compound in arizona that they rented when everything got shut down with like three other guys from the cubs organization it's got a pool it, they call it the the uh the prison yard where they do their workouts because it looks like a prison yard and they got a tennis court and it's pretty hilarious if you're a baseball a little weird but if you're a baseball mind it's hilarious it's not that weird check it out unsports related uh my daughter's got me hooked on dance moms on the oh. lifetime channel for youtube <laughs> <laughs> and i can't get enough like i can't get enough just these crazy moms wanting to get their kids to the dance competition it's nuts but i can't stop watching it I think my wife has watched that. Because you like uh, the drama of it, or? I think so, or <laughs> just the shock and awe of what people are doing with their eight-year-old children. All of it. Yeah. I think it's just, it's a good, well-put-together show, I think. <laughs> it's got great dialogue. Oh, phenomenal. All right, Luke. What have you been doing? Are we? Uh, I guess I've been watching uh, the show called Dave. On Hulu. Is it good? Like, I saw it. Yeah, it's it's really Lil Dicky the rapper. Yeah, he's 
It's really good. It's actually well put together. Uh, I I actually uh, didn't think I would watch it, but I saw some sort of a teaser um, preview of it, and the show was actually better than the really funny preview. So I'm I'm a few episodes behind, but it's actually better and way better than I thought it would be. Is he is he a real rapper? Yeah, he's like uh, he's kind of like a he's kind of funny rapper sort of. Yeah, yeah, I think he came up kind of a comedic rapper and kind of yeah, uh, but he's just really really good at what he does. The show's really good, and I think it's getting really good reviews. Um, The finale was uh, yesterday. I don't know if. I mean, I'd li- I don't know if it means it's last of the season or it's like last ever, but uh, it gets picked up. Yeah, we'll, well see. I think I'm going to take your suggestion and I'm going to watch an episode. Can I watch it with my daughter yeah. in the room? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Good to know. No. I haven't no. even seen it, and I'm pretty sure I can answer that. One. <laughs> well, when the kids no. put it on the the speaker at practice one time a couple years back, and it was like 30 seconds, and mm, turn that off, fellas. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. it's the same thing. Um, yeah. that's great. I'm glad I get to watch that. Uh, Brock Meyer's been wrapping up its last season. You guys watch that show? No, watch it because it'll tell you how they're going to fix baseball in the future. So, the PA, it was the PA guy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I watched the first season of that, it was pretty good. That's yeah. but what channel is it on? FX, no, INC, X? INC, one of those. Yeah, hey, I, do you guys watch Parks and Rec? No. Used to. They have have an episode tonight. A new one? They're just doing one just for the like quarantine. For the heck of it? They well, it was done in 2015, and they're just kind of doing like a reunion one. Is it all on Zoom recorded or? or No, like I think it's actual TV show. They let them get together. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. I'll watch. Hopefully, they're six feet apart. Don't touch. <laughs> I feel like The Office could have a good That's episode. Been waiting. Been waiting seven years. All Zoom recorded. Yeah. In character. They have two, uh, for, uh, Pam and Angela do, uh, they have like their own little podcast. They talk about old episodes. Really? Stuff people don't know. Yeah. All right. Wait, they have a podcast that just talks about Office? Yeah, with uh, with uh, Pam Beasley and, yeah. and uh, Angela. Angela, yeah, they, yeah, they they do like every week. They just kind of pick an episode and they talk about stuff about it and stuff we don't know or that kind of thing. That's cool. I'll have to I'll have to listen to that one. Yeah, I'm sure they do not have as many followers as we do, though. That's true. Not yeah. even close. Yeah. I mean, do they get put from a newspaper? Nope. Nope. We do. <laughs> Are they giving shout outs to fitters? No, sir. That's right. <laughs> Killing it. All right, fellas. It's been enjoyable. I'm glad I got to see your faces. If you haven't seen our faces lately, get on our Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, and see the great picture Jacob took from the article. That's right. Yeah. And until next week, take care of one another, be kind, and we'll talk soon. <laughs>